Hi, everyone. Welcome to a massive Monday market update. It's good to be back. I took a little bit of time off and, uh, you know, it coincided with a pretty vicious downturn in the market and it has happened before. So maybe I'm a bit of a curse, but who knows? Let's dive in. We've got plenty to talk about. Uh, first of all, just addressing the elephant in the room, it seems like there uh, still is contagion effects that uh, will be ongoing from the FTX saga. Uh, look, it's totally out of anyone's control. So we just have to uh, keep paying attention, looking at the data, looking at our long-term investment thesis. This It looks like it's approaching its end game based on the velocity, how aggressive the selling is becoming. Uh, eventually, it does wear itself out, but we need to see a few factors uh, roll a certain way. That includes uh, perpetual futures. Uh, that includes you know spot sellers. They all need to cool off, but we are approaching that end game velocity. And uh, <laughs> The positives are that we're seeing in the macro that that is actually doing a lot of things that we want it to do. If uh, a lot of this FTX stuff hadn't have gone off right now, I'm fairly confident we would have been in the mid 20,000s and Bitcoin uh, higher for Ethereum as well. And a lot of the altcoins, you know, wouldn't have seen these vicious uh, extra drawdowns that we've seen. But this is pretty well in keeping with previous cycles as well. So keep all that in mind that while it seems like the media is turning on crypto, all the eyes are on crypto, you know, you can look at your portfolio if you've been accumulating for a while and just seeing it dip, dip, dip a bit lower. Uh, look, it, cannot, it, it can feel a bit uncomfortable, obviously, but these are the times when you feel uncomfortable. They're often the best times to begin layering in and buying. We've been dramming that point home recently that, uh, that you need to be looking at moving in very, very slowly and cautiously sticking to a plan and moving into lower risk assets first and foremost. That includes Bitcoin and Ethereum. If you're reaching yourself out over your skis and going for those higher risk assets um, over these last few months, if you're not, if you were dipping your toes just very um, small positions, then that's obviously okay based on your risk profile. Uh, but, you know, more conservative investors will be waiting for this whole situation to play itself out. So uh, when the ground, you know, shifts beneath your feet, like before what happened with FTX, you have to change with what the market's telling you. Right now, I'm extremely cautious. I'm very risk averse. I've stopped, uh, you know, venturing myself out over my skis into, you know, slightly riskier assets, which are slight, slightly building a position. I'm about to get more interested again, but I really want to see what is going to happen uh, from this contagion that's happened with FTX. And I'm hearing issues with uh, Digital Currency Group, which is the parent company for Genesis. So it's all wrapped up you know, with Gemini. But the, the real concern is what's above that. And that is Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. I'm not going to get into that right now, but the trust could be in a little bit of issue. And they hold about 600 something thousand plus Bitcoin, lots of Ethereum, lots of other altcoins. So if they have to unwind their position to pay off some of these loans and debts, it could start to get really ugly, but right now the market is trying to price in that a little bit. There's a bit of fear and speculation that that, that might happen. So the market is just pressing lower. And I wanted to bring you to our weekly chart for our newsletter. If you're not uh, a subscriber to our monthly newsletter, you really ought to be uh, because it takes a lot of the guesswork about out of where a lot of these price levels uh, will I guess where the price can actually fall to, because all these price levels that are put in the newsletter that we you know, work really hard on are essentially just support and resistance levels. So the sell levels are resistance levels above, the, the, the buy levels are support levels. Now, of course, it doesn't mean that price is gonna stop there or you know that's the final story, uh, but we do show you where the price generally gets a bit sticky. And you can see we've just beautifully fallen into this strong buy area. So 
This was from last month. We've had this same chart up the month before and all our newsletters for Bitcoin especially. And we're now starting to see dividends. If you're a patient investor, the kitchen sink is looking really attractive in that 15,000 to 10,000. Below 10,000, uh, I'm not going to speculate on you know where it can go below that, but I think buyers get really, really interested in these areas. It's just so low um, compared to Bitcoin's you know cycle generally when they pullbacks. We'd be getting into some really extreme territory, which is absolutely possible if say something like a grayscale blows up. But I don't see Bitcoin going below let's say 12,000 uh, unless Grayscale has indeed blown up. So uh, just keep that in mind, but we're well within the realms of you know what we've been thinking in terms of our support levels. Just think in those terms, look where your buy levels are programmed in because they might get hit here, which is very, very interesting. All right, let's crack on over just to the chart. I wanna quickly show you Bitcoin. Looks like we're in a pennant that we've just broken down. Generally these patterns, you do not wanna see this after after a fall because it generally rolls with a continuation. Next level for me that I just think this is going towards is about 14,000, around about that 400 week moving average. RSI doesn't look too flashier either, it just looks weak, looks trailing off. You know, buyers aren't here. Uh, they like myself, we're just waiting on the sidelines, waiting for more information, waiting for data. It is okay, that is a strategy. You can, of course, wait it out. Uh, and go from there. You just do not want to be going aggressively in this market where we're just not seeing uh, the positivity right now. But if you have that longer term investment thesis, you know, you will be getting interested on some of these buy levels that are being hit. But uh, yeah, I wanted to show you this. Uh, it's just following a similar pattern. You can just see previously, these aren't pennants, but they are rising channels that obviously were lost. This is classic bear market patterning where we have a climb up, then we have a leg lower, a climb up, leg lower, climb up, leg lower. It just shows you that bears are in control and they're manipulating the price downwards, climb up, down. Now we're in a pennant. This hasn't really been seen you know, just yet, which is interesting because I think we saw something similar to this in 2020 uh, on the four hours and, and whatnot, if you go a bit deeper, but I'm not going to look at that right now. Uh, and I say that because then we had the reversal out because everyone is so ultra bearish that it was just a gradual climb out, but I'm not seeing that just yet. The reverse here probably means that grayscale is okay uh, and, uh, you know, all that. Let's pop on over to Ethereum. I want to show you this because Ethereum is obviously going to get hit harder if Bitcoin drops here. So just pay attention to that. Um, I've got the Fibonacci retracement drawn over this and I'll, I'll get rid of it and then we can climb into it just a little bit more. But generally, if, if this was the bottom and we drew the Fibonacci retracement to this uh, local high, uh, Ethereum's now back to its 0.786. This is an area of extreme interest in my opinion. If it loses this, it's going down to this next liquidity zone and I'll just get rid of that. Uh, you can see here, for me, this was an area of high importance. When we reclaimed it, we started to get bullish again, but we wanted to take that 200 moving average, couldn't do it, broke down with Bitcoin, and now we're heading down to this, this lower liquidity zone of this previous high. So I would not be surprised to see uh, sub-1000 uh, Ethereum, especially when you see that uh, the FTX hacker, which sounds like it is SBF, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried is uh, dumping a lot of ETH to who knows what in Bahamas. So uh, that's a lot of ETH that's been dumped on the market. Again, a lot of leverage is just being worked out of this market and I won't turn around until it does. Now, I want to leave you uh, with this before I get on the sentiment. Uh, this is the Coinbase uh, weekly volume chart on Bitcoin. Whenever we've seen a record sell volume on the Coinbase chart, and it's the gateway for institutional investors in the United States, we have seen a reversal. So uh, just keep in, t uh, keep in mind of that. We saw it in COVID, see this huge sell candle here. We saw it in uh, 21 for the run up to 69,000, you know, big sell candle on this drawdown. 
Then here, uh, where are we in uh, November, we had record sell volume. So uh, again, generally that is a sign of a reversal or even a bottom, but again, some things are overriding all that right now. And I'd say that's just fewer around grayscale. If that turns out to be all okay, then I think we're good to have a nice reversal here, but we just need some more concrete information. Uh, but let's wait and see. It's gonna take a little while in my opinion. Now, um, for the bulls, for the longer term um, highlight, looking on the, the larger cycle, the Economist, and same with a lot of major publications uh, and news services, and also on Twitter, a lot of financial folks are just smashing crypto. You know, it's a fraud, it's a Ponzi. You hear all of this every time we're in a bear market. So don't stress too much. There are a lot of questionable characters in the space, also a lot of questionable protocols, which is why we're uh, so strong on the fundamental analysis side of your investment thesis, the research, and uh, you know how you're approaching that. Uh, you're not going to get every every single one right. You're going to have a few, you know, maybe go under on you, of course. Uh, but that is the more rarer side. That's the rarer case. If you've done your due diligence on these cryptocurrency projects, you know, by and large, it's not going to happen. You, you know, who can foresee that a, a large exchange, second largest exchange, I write about this in our newsletter this this month about how you can mitigate your risk uh, around using exchanges as well. So please read that if you haven't. Uh, but back to this, the Economist. Now they when they put something or a major investment trend on the front cover of um, The Economist, of, of their magazine, it is insane how often that marks either a top or a bottom. So this for me is max pain sentiment. This is just dead. So crypto's dead again. Crypto's down from you know, crashing the earth. The asteroids are all coming down. It does kind of feel like that uh, if you're immersing yourself in Twitter all the time and watching YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but just pay attention to this because these often mark bottoms, max pain, max fear, max despair. Doesn't that, does it not feel like that? It looks like the apocalypse on Twitter. So uh, keep that in mind. We could be seeing that last, you know, biggest shakeout before finally we have that bottom uh, which we've all been looking for. So have a wonderful day, guys. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'll catch you again for the Altcoin Bible. Ta.